1: For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Visit RosettaStone.com/rs10. That's fifty percent off, unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/rs10 today.
0: Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky
2: Remember him? The Bears spent a day with him in Los Angeles, interviewing him for the offensive coordinator spot. Thought he was going to the Raiders. That didn't happen. He ends up on the Washington Commanders staff. Why is that significant? Well, he did coach Caleb Williams. He is out now on a staff that picks second behind the Bears. And there seems to be this groundswell of speculation that that suddenly means the Commanders are in a great spot to trade with the Bears. To move up to get Caleb Williams and reunite him in his hometown with Cliff Kingsbury.
3: It's a really easy storyline to gravitate towards. And then there's other people that know the Commanders' program really well that say that they have a uh, new power structure there that has a general manager in place that understands what the value of hmm. that needs significant talent replenishment. That you have to go about keeping that 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 stuff together. Now, look like that if you find a quarterback that this case, Caleb Williams. If the Bears decide that they are not um, hell bent on making him their quarterback of the future, then those conversations need to be had. I've written a column, David, for ChicagoTribune.com about the roller coaster ride that we're on, and one that's only going to accelerate and get more dizzying over the next, you know, ten weeks. And part of this next part of the the, the journey on this roller coaster is getting comfortable in hard to know tunnel right? It's really dark, it's really noisy, and there's not a lot of clarity. Um, but right now, you know, you just have to get comfortable there because there's going to be a daily dash of speculation and reporting, and it's all going to be kind of swirling together. Uh, and, and just being able to, to be comfortable with hard to know on certain topics is uh, is very
2: crucial. So since we dropped our last, last podcast, Colin Coward from Fox sports came on both Chicago sports talk radio stations on Friday afternoon to clarify. And I think backpedal, he was backpedaling about the idea that he advanced the day earlier. I think we might've even talked about it, that Caleb Williams did not want to play for the bears. Caleb Williams would not go to Chicago. And he was basing it on some information that he said he had gleaned about eight weeks ago. The specifics, I guess don't matter now that he has come forward, but after he, Put that out there on Thursday. He claims to have heard from Caleb Williams' camp and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't don't paint the picture that we're anti-Chicago because they would play. He would play for the Bears. He likes the passion of the football city. He likes a lot of things about the defense. And he compared uh, the Bears to the Texans in the able to get to the playoffs. Point is that you're right. This is the silly season. It is going to be a roller coaster because when Highly respected, and I do respect Colin Coward, uh, analysts uh, sometimes even confuse you know, reporting with speculating, then you're going to get what we got. And that was, uh, uh, I think, a lot of uh, inaccurate speculation based on a premise that just wasn't true wonder what your reaction was after Colin Coward came back and clarified things.
3: Yeah, so I've got a lot to say on this topic because I think this is part of the roller coaster that we talked about. It is part of the dips and twists and turns and and, and stuff that you have to steady yourself through. And I think it's would be easy to reject a lot or most of what Colin Coward said, but I think you have to take a step back in certain instances and understand um, to people within the league, he does clearly by his own um, acknowledgement have – uh, an information pipeline into people who are close to Caleb Williams, where I think this thing got very confusing is that there was a, a very rapidly blurred line between um, sourced intel and kind of opinion based supposition off of that intel. And it was hard to tell where one ended and the other began. And I think that created in this modern day world of the insatiable hunger for uh, any information, no matter how irresponsible it's presented or, or irresponsible, that 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 it's just going to take on a life of its own, and that, that's why I think that there's just a lot here to to understand that, like in this world where all this stuff is going to take on um, a life of its own, you have to be prepared to kind of filter it in your own way. I've said for my the perch that I sit on, which is one that that you sat on uh, for a long time as a newspaper reporter and 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 columnist, that. You have to apply the test of according to who and based on what and try to filter through what that is. In this case, I do think there are things that Colin Coward said that have credence, and it's that the Bears clearly aren't an ideal landing spot. For Caleb Williams, if he were to choose his perfect landing spot, he wouldn't go to a place that we've expressed the concerns with, has a coach who could be gone in 12 months and replaced by someone else who then forces his development to be interrupted and, and, and changed. So that's there. There's going to be these outside concerns about who the Bears are and where they're at. That said, I do think you have to be very careful and responsible in how you frame the information you have in a way that doesn't give stories life that they maybe not don't deserve.
2: Yes, because those things are true regardless of who's making the observation. The Bears have a history of not developing quarterbacks. They have a coach who in one year in today's NFL could be in trouble. These are, frankly, concepts easy to grasp for any analyst. What we go to guys like Colin Coward for, because I think they're on a different level, because of his access, because of his reach, because of his experience, is that they develop a trust that you have a reputation that you believe in, but to use those basic premises, which are true and are really irrefutable to then I think take the leap. Well, why would he want to come to the bears? And he said, they're concerned about that. They're going to be concerned about that. that that's not exactly the news aspect. If, if he, if Caleb Williams or Caleb Williams father, which I haven't heard directly says, we do not want to play in Chicago. Then that is going to be when I react. So when you have somebody trying to read into tea leaves because of truisms that have always been there, I'm not going to be so quick to it. And I, and I do wonder about I, it, it's unfortunate it came to that because I respect a guy who really misled his audience.: Well, I, I look, I do think that the concerns are real, and I
4: selling a little or a lot.
3: The question, the follow-up question, is what are the what are the consequences for those concerns, and what what ramifications do they lead to? The conclusion that a lot of people jump to is that Caleb Williams is going to re- resist the opportunity to become a Chicago Bears, if the Bears decide to draft him with the number one overall pick and force him to trade, <laughs> force them to trade him elsewhere to some place that he feels is a, a, a more comfortable destination. That is where this gets off the rails and it gets a little bit reckless because that's just baseless conjecture. And no one has said that And and, and, and in in that regard, you need to have someone on the record. That's either Caleb Williams or someone very directly close to them, expressing those concerns in a way that, that it's like, okay, we are, we are going to try to control our own situation (laughs) here. That doesn't exist right now. It doesn't. and, and, and that that has to be emphasized and re-emphasized while we can still simultaneously talk about the reasons why it wouldn't necessarily be his top choice if, well, so, if he was given the choice
2: but but those are two very subtle differences but they're significant you know you're you're saying that yeah he could do that if you want to gamble your reputation on saying that he will do that okay but i just i'm not willing to do that it's it's all very plausible you could envision a very confident, borderline cocky, arrogant, even college quarterback who makes $3 million a year with NIL, whatever flashy, uh, accomplished, whatever you, however you want to describe Caleb Williams. You could envision a scenario where he looks at the draft and he looks at the bears and he looks at his hometown drafting second. And he says, I would like to engineer and orchestrate something in this draft that I maintain the power and I'm going to maneuver my way to Washington, D.C. That is not implausible. I'm not saying that can't happen. All I'm saying is from my experience, and I did sit where you sat, and now I'm in a different chair, but it's not just me. I'm advising people. When you are basing your opinion on whether or not what I just described will happen, base it on something tangible and real and factual. Right now, it's a bunch of hot air and hearsay. And that's why I think you have to make a distinction.
3: Well, inside Hard to Know Tunnel, we have to be uh, aware of the difference between plausible and Imminent, right? And there's, yes. there's a big difference, and so yes. we have to sort through that. And 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 like, th- there's going to be a lot of different voices that are weighing in on this topic. I think that's what this illuminated to me more than anything is that the noise surrounding Caleb Williams isn't going to uh, quiet down anytime soon, and it's going to be a long way to, to to the first round of the draft, which is in late April. I started for that column I referenced started counting backwards and on the save the dates that I need to know in reverse chronological order. The draft may not be until the last week of April. But we've got free agency when trades can be executed coming in the middle of March. And before that, we got the quarterbacks speaking at podiums at the scouting combine on the first Friday of March. And a few days before that, Ryan Poles will give us a State of the Bears address from a lobby somewhere in Indianapolis at the combine as well. And we'll start to, to be able to get tangible information that we can interpret and discuss and try to put – as we always try to do on this podcast, the proper frame around it so that people can distinguish between what is fact-based reporting and what is kind of just discussion points. And I think that's, that's critical to do, harder to do now, as you know, in this landscape, because people are so hungry for the information. They don't care where it comes from and they don't even care if it's verified or valid because they just want information. And I get, I mean, I get, my phone blowing up weekly from friends that that are pretty smart people who will send me, what about this Bears rumor? And it, it's like it's hard to keep track of them all because there's so many that, that come across from so many different outlets.
2: So before we move on, there's only one more point I, I, I want to make in terms of I found it interesting. As the Senior Bowl concluded and the Super Bowl uh, week began, obviously there's a lot of NFL evaluators, a lot of NFL media, and a lot of the reports or speculation or clips and wherever you see them, a consensus, as we kind of have talked about, Dan, is emerging. Caleb Williams is going to be the top overall pick unless, again, you always have to qualify it, but unless something pops up that hasn't so far, but there really is not much doubt about that. When we talk about having the number one overall pick, it's what to do with the opportunity to draft Caleb Williams.
3: No question. And so there are a couple of things I want to say that, that kind of tie in the commanders to what you just said. Number one, if the bears are seeking a haul, which people want them to seek um, to get, get rid of the number one pick to give up on Caleb Williams is to go get a big haul of draft prospects. The bears don't want to trade with the commanders. They want to trade with someone at number eight. They want to trade with someone at number nine. They want to trade with someone at, at, at number 12, where the price tag goes up, 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 up. When the bears traded up one spot in 2017, uh, infamously, obviously to get Mitch Trubisky, they gave up a three, a four and a future three. Okay. That's not the, the historic haul that people in Chicago have been dreaming for trading away the rights to Caleb Williams. And so last year it was, okay, do the bears want to make a deal with Chris Ballard and the Colts? Do they want to make a deal with the Houston Texans? And the thoughts walking into the middle of February was their best bet would be to go get somebody like Carolina further down the draft board, eight slots down. And now you can really uh, play that game and have that auction go to a level where you can make good on it. So the bears really don't want the commanders to be their trade partner. As far as the commander's desires and goals, You got to understand, as we record this podcast on February 5th, this was the day they introduced Dan Quinn as their new head coach. Cliff Kingsbury was just hired over the weekend. I think they have a few meetings that they've got to get to before solidifying their plan A, their plan B, and their plan C at the most important position in the sport. You know, and so, so like, that's why we are in, like, advance the story about three levels past where it's currently at, and that creates the dizzying breakneck confusion that that is going to go along with the pre-draft process every year. It's more intense in Chicago this year for multiple
2: reasons, obviously. Well put. Wait until the combine at the end of the month. Can't wait for that.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.